Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck of the show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, (laughs) there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Peachy presented by Sensibly Loud Media. We are here after a very crazy two nights of television. And I think this is going to be the episode of all episodes of ours because every literally everybody, even people who do not watch The Bachelor, I've talked to about it today. It was on Fox Business this morning. (laughs) Like Fox Business doesn't give a shit about The Bachelor. And it was on Fox Business. I was like, what in the world am I watching? This is exactly how I felt last night. Yeah, no, exactly. And this is this is a hundred percent what they wanted to have happen. Where I'm like, literally coworkers of mine who don't even know, like they're just everybody's talking about it. It's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. So bizarre. Uh but yeah, we'll dig into everything that happened and I think you and I kind of talked before things kind of went how I thought they were going to, but also not how I thought they were going to. And we've, yeah. we've got a new, a new villain in town that people either love or they hate. And I don't know where you stand on it. We'll find out while we talk. See, okay. I think, uh, okay, we'll get into this. But I think <laughs> that the the villain could be either one of them. That's and I true. think it just depends on how you look at it. And, and it, I think that's what's so yes, crazy about it. It's like literally the world is divided between either being, Team Peter's mom, Barb, or Team Madison, and yep. it's just—I'll I'll be honest—I've gone back and forth, but there's one. There's one that I think, through all of my thoughts, I've kind of landed on, but I don't—I could also be convinced otherwise too. I don't know who. Well, I, it's going to be interesting to like talk about because I feel like I just need to like bounce my ideas off somebody and be like, okay, am I crazy for thinking this? Like I don't know, but yeah. Uh, before we dive in real fast though, so there was something I there's I don't know if if Justin had text you or told you about what happened to us on Friday no do do you have any idea okay I want to talk about this really fast because it was the most bizarre thing that had ever happened okay (laughs) oh gosh so Justin and I went to the Mavericks game on Friday night which it's interesting because with everything going on in the world right now I don't know that they're going to have people being able to go to basketball games anymore as fans to watch which is just so insane so we may have gone to our last basketball outing and who knows how long but so we went to the Mavericks game and I we knew going in we probably weren't going to stay for very long just because it was a Friday night you know after work like I'm just like I don't want to be out that long to begin with plus I'm pregnant and I was just like I'm not going to want to be at the game for that long Justin was like we'll stay through like halftime maybe a little longer than that and we'll get out of there before crowds and stuff um and we'll we'll go home and so you can go to bed because Hashtag grandma right here. Um, okay, so halftime ends, and we're like, let's just go ahead and go. We'd already, we'd gone to dinner together. Like, we'd been at the game. Like, we'd had enough. So we park in this parking garage that's right by the stadium. It's, like, called their Lexus parking garage. And Justin had bought 
there's like multiple levels in the parking garage and we bought the like kind of premium reserve spot to where it's like there's like this little loop around where it's like right when you pull in the garage it's like front spots right there so it's just easy to get in and get out of the garage and then otherwise if you didn't it's a little bit cheaper you can like drive up the garage like up multiple levels so we go get in our car we drive around the loop to go to the exit and there's barriers blocking it like it's completely blocked off like I guess they didn't want people to come in to it because like all the spots were taken and it's like just this one little level of like you can't get in or or out other than this like one entrance and so Justin was like well what the hell I guess I'm gonna have to get out and move this barrier for us to leave I guess they just hadn't pulled it out of the way because they didn't anticipate people leaving that early so Justin you know puts the car in park with the car still running gets out is gonna go up and move this like metal gate out of the way and there was like a security guard sitting in his truck like a few I don't know, ways away. So you couldn't, we didn't know that 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 guy was there. And the guy like opens up his car door and yells at Justin, you're, you're, you're not about to move that. Are you? And Justin was like, how am I supposed to get out? And the guy was like, I couldn't really hear all this because I was sitting in the car. Justin was out. The guy was like, well, you have to drive around and go out the other exit. And Justin was like, there is no other exit. This is a loop. Like I have to get out this way. The guy was like, nope, you got to drive around. You can't come out this way. We're not moving those barriers. And Justin's like, there is literally no other exit, sir. I, I park here all the time. I have to get out this direction. Um, and so then, like, they kind of start bickering at each other. And then Justin's like, am I going to have to call the police to, like, get police to come here to, like, move this barrier out of the way? The guy gets out of his car. It, he's, he's a cop. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> and so Justin. I was like, oh, my God. Um, but you can tell he's not, like, I don't know if he was, like, an off-duty cop. Like, this was, like, bitch work that he was having to do or, like, <laughs> what? Because he wasn't in a cop car. He was in a car with, like, a like little a security siren. car like, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but, like, he was a, a police officer. And so, Justin, like, they're kind of, like, yelling at each other because they're, like, pretty far away. And I don't – the guy says something. I don't hear what he says. And I, all I hear is Justin go, excuse me? And just starts, like, walking over. And I was like, Justin, Justin. And he was like, don't – he was like, no, it's fine. Like, calm down it's fine I'm just gonna go I can't hear I'm gonna get closer I was like well you said excuse me like very aggressively and so I at this point I can't really hear him and then all of a sudden I hear Justin just go well my pregnant wife is in the car and wants to go home so we're getting out of here and I'm just like oh my god this is like Like, don't run me into this (laughs) yeah and I just hear them like bickering and I'm like oh my god like Justin's about to get arrested Justin is going to get arrested (laughs) this is it this is like this is the end of it and so then um they're talking, talking, talking. And then finally, I guess he yells down to another guy at the end of the like garage and was like, how do you get out of here? And the guy yells back and was like, this direction, like what Justin had been saying. And so the cop like walks on over, doesn't say anything to Justin, like no apologies, nothing moves it out of the way. And Justin's like, thank you. I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but like, this is the only way to get out. Literally cop didn't say one, one damn word or just moved it out of the way. And like, we drove off. Oh, but before this, I forgot the most crazy part. Justin was talking to him and was like, dude, I'm just trying to leave the game. And the dude was like, well, why are you leaving so early? And ju- that's when Justin was like, my pregnant wife is none in the car. None of your business, Yeah, but dude. also, it is none of your business. And the guy was like, oh, well, there have been a lot of thefts in this garage. Do you know anything about that? Like insinuating that Justin was stealing a car. And Justin was like, hold up. Uh, first of all, I'm standing in front of my very expensive car that I have. Number two. Uh-huh. I not like racial profiling but justin like looks nothing that's like, what i was about to say i was like first of all y'all look like two very like <laughs> affluent just regular white yeah. folk like about their business like, like i just don't understand I, 
can't. It was just so bizarre. Like I literally, my heart was like pounding in the car and we drove off and like the whole ride, ride home, like Justin was pissed. And I, I was like, yeah. It, and he was like, that, I've never been like so ins- like insulted by someone in my entire life. And he was like, the fact that like, anyways, it was just the most weird interaction oh we've gosh. ever had. So that was the end of our Friday night. And I just wanted to share because I got, I really was so nervous that Justin was about to get uh, arrested. The thing is like, I could hundred percent see that happening. Just not because like Justin's an asshole, but it's like, he doesn't take shit from people. Like no. he will hundred percent talk back. This guy was so. not listening. And like the dude was being a dick back to Justin. Justin was not being an asshole at the beginning. But then when the guy no. kept being like, no, you can't come out this way. And Justin's like, there is literally no other exit. And the guy was like, no, you just got to drive around to the other exit. Just uh-uh. like, there is not another exit. You are not listening to me. Okay, so. so for the record, I have actually parked in that exact garage because I stayed at the W Hotel one time and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, there is no other way to get out. No. It's just that one spot. It's that one so. spot. So <laughs> Justin's like, I'm literally just asking you to move the barrier. And it's as soon as I pull hard. out, you can put it right back. Like Exactly. I'm a- anyway. You can put it right back. So, inter- anyways, I just wanted to get that out there because it's just been... <laughs> that <laughs> is nuts. interesting. I'm so. sorry you had to deal with that. It's okay. It made for a great... A great story for us to tell for Content. years to come yeah um was your weekend as exciting as mine <laughs> no it was not <laughs> thankfully <That's okay>. uh, <laughs> no we did it was really pretty chill like we I don't know Austin um finished mudding the ceilings upstairs which is great so now all we have to do is just like we just have to paint them and then we're getting new carpet put in I guess sometime in April because like after we paint, it has to be dry for two weeks because otherwise when you put the carpet in, I guess all the fibers will like stick oh. to the paint. <laughs> hmm. So things that I wouldn't I know. think about or know, yeah. you know? Yep. Hmm. So once we do that, we'll start kind of more finalizing the nursery and stuff, which I feel kind of bad because I've done like, aside from painting it, like I have done nothing for the nursery and time is running out. So. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done one thing. Well, besides just put the furniture together, but there's literally, we don't have a mattress yet for the crib. We don't have, um, yeah, anything else in there. It's literally just the furniture just kind of chilling. Yep. So I don't have a chair yet. Like, yeah, I don't know what kind of chair I want. We luckily bought a chair last year, like before we were even pregnant, um, because we needed another one when that was the podcast room upstairs Mm -hmm. and Justin wanted another like comfy chair. And so we bought one knowing like, hey, let's just like buy a, like a glider recliner that we'll use like in the baby Eventually. room, whenever we yeah. have a kid. And so we at least already had that. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Cool. cool. Um, well, I guess we might as well just dive right into this. I know I'm dying. I'm dying. Like I, did, I wanted to text you so bad last night because I was just like, I have so many thoughts. I know. So, like, I have opinions. I need to, I need to just tell somebody that I know. Understands. <laughs> Here we are. Oh my God. Yep. Okay. So we knew going into Monday night, obviously we were down to our final, our final two girls and they were going to be meeting P- Peter's parents. And these interactions usually go fine. Like there's nothing to write home about. Like, it's just, Oh, you're the girl or guy that my son or daughter is looking to marry. Are you a, just a nice person? Cool. Move on. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting the two extremes that we got. So, that was so weird, especially considering Madison had already met yes. his family. I figured they'd be like obsessed with her. And then I think that's why probably all of America thought that when we were going to get to the don't let her go. Oh, my god! It gosh, was going to be about Madison, like yeah. just because they'd already met. They seemed like they had a lovely time. They got along. All was great. Uh, 
no well, what yeah. well I guess crazy it's, editing on that <laughs> well I mean I guess it and it's so bizarre to me too I don't know how your relationship is with your parents but I feel like it's pretty similar to me with mine we're like I love my parents I'm close to them I don't talk to them about my sex life that is not a topic no. that's not a topic that is discussed granted I think that ship had sailed as soon as they found out Peter had sex five times or four times in a windmill or whatever. But just to be like openly transparent about it, where Peter was <laughs> before his parents even met either of the two, just to say, Oh yeah, you know, you're gonna meet Hannah Ann and Madison who you've already met. Um, but just want to preface that Madison things are a little rocky because she gave, you know, told me that she want me to have sex with anyone when I told her that I have like things. I'm just like the things you're telling your parents. It's just, it's just so weird. And they were just so nonchalant about it. Like, Oh, not that, I mean, it's people are doing it all the time, but you just don't have that conversation with your parents. No. And in fact, if I told my parents about that, they'd be like, totally team Madison. <laughs> they'd be like, good for her. Probably standards, but yes, you know. I know. Um, so then we go into them meeting Hannah Ann and I don't know why his mom is so upset. I mean, Hannah Ann, granted, she seems like a lovely girl. She seems fine, but the like overreaction of love from his mom. I just, I didn't get it. I didn't either, especially because I thought that they had such a positive reaction to Madison that like when, when it got down to the two of them, I just didn't understand. Uh, And I I had talked to Austin about this because he watched it with me. And I was like, I wonder if something happened at the vow renewal that was negative that we just did not see. There is, and we'll get more into this, but there's clearly has to be something that we do not know as like viewers that's going on because it just, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, like I can understand their perspective on not when to change him. Right. But I just don't understand the vitriol otherwise. Like they're, they're just, I don't know. It was just so bizarre to me, but anyway, so, so the bizarre. Hannah Ann interaction goes really well. Yeah. And and also, can we talk about the fact how Peter was basically like nibbling her shoulder, caressing her ew, thighs? It was weird. I was like, don't, ew. I don't know. I, He's like got his arms around her the whole time. And is like, I don't know. It's so just like, oh, we're so in love. And it's so disingenuous. Knowing it, the ending, I was just like, I know. It, oh my gosh. Ew. It just makes, it made me so yes. uncomfortable. Again, stuff just in front of your parents, but they're, their family dynamic is clearly just very just open and honest and just just different than mine. Different than most people's, I would I would assume. Um, but yeah, so they left just loving her. And so then when we get to the Madison interaction, this is where it it's just it's I don't understand. So clearly her and Peter have a chat before they go in to meet his parents and that conversation was a lot of silence and a lot of them just like staring at the ground, but basically just it, that got it was no such a boring segment. I was really irritated with it. It was because like, she still wasn't really saying what she meant, but no. like, I don't know. It was just uncomfortable to watch because he was very much like cloying for her acceptance. And like, I don't know. Yeah. It was, strange. it was and very strange. Um, So then they go in to meet the parents and it already seemed a little, I mean, it seemed awkward going in um, just because there was a huge elephant in the room. And then Madison had to address the elephant in the room and tell them like, yeah, I told him like, if he's had sex with any of these other women, it's going to be very hard for me to move forward. But I do have like very strong feelings for him, which is why I'm here. And like, blah, blah, blah. Um, His mom, this interaction, 
It was very, while it was still a little tense, very different than how we had last night. But his mom, and I can understand where she's coming from, like, and for the most part, like, it seems like she wa- clearly wants the best for Peter, and she knows her son very well, but just the way that she spoke to Madison was all- already kind of weird on night one. I um, found this to be very condescending, personally. Yes. Um, I mean, because she basically told her, like, I don't want you changing my son, um, and while I respect your values, I don't appreciate you trying you know, basically telling him like he has to be different than the way he is. Like she was, I don't know if you know this, but he parties, he drinks and clearly like he likes to have sex. He's a physical person and you're not that way. So you are not the right person for him. Goodbye. Move on. And I, I at least I respected Madison for kind of standing up to her being like, look, like I appreciate what you're saying. And like, I realize that this is Peter's basically She basically was saying like, I realize Peter's the lead of the show, but the contestants that come on, they have feelings and morals and values too that aren't just supposed to be completely ignored. And I, she wasn't giving him an ultimatum. She was just genuinely telling him how he, how she felt. And the mom basically just wanted nothing with it. Yeah, Barb. Oh, Barb. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. <clears throat> anyway, so like she leaves, Madison leaves, and then like Peter comes back in, and his mom is just like in a puddle of tears, and she's just crying. She's just like, "That girl is not into you. Hannah Ann loves you, and she's here for you." And the theatrics so, of it all. I don't. I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, how emotional. I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe this struck a chord with me a little bit because I've seen this play out in my own family, so I have different opinions on it. But like, as frustrating as some of the stuff has been. It's like, I think we all understand that at the end of the day, it's that person's choice right? and not ours. And so it's like, yeah, we may not, it may not have been who we would have picked, but that's who they picked. That's exactly. So we, it's our, then on us to be as inclusive and welcoming as we can be. Yeah. So. And just, I mean, this is where we had her don't let her go talking about, yes. about Hannah Ann. And this is, this is where, granted, I'm not like, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I'm not like a religious person. So like, I don't feel like I have a ton to say on this matter because I'm not, but the fact that Peter's mom was talking to Hannah about earth to Madison about how like, you know, Peter's a spiritual person like I am, but not on your same level. And was kind of like throwing her faith back in her faith, yeah. in her face, but then was like crying to Peter about how God put Hannah Ann on in Peter's life for a reason and that she's a, an angel on earth and was like going full force into the faith. I don't know. It just seemed, I didn't understand that. I'm like, how did you get that from like a two hour interaction with somebody? I guarantee I it mean, wasn't even two hours. Like it, they barely, I don't know how long that interaction is actually. Yeah. But, I'm assuming it was like a couple of hours and yeah. they just edited it down. I could just yeah. be throwing that number out there. But like, I mean, I could see them feeling positively about her, but I just don't understand like the polar no. opposite reaction and just being like she like she's like you said she's an angel on earth and she's made for you i think yeah. like a normal family would be like yeah she's cool we like her like that just sent, seemed like total manipulation total manipulation it was like that the and it starts to make you think like okay the relationship between peter and his mom is very something's wrong something yeah. is wrong here like his mom is Obs- like and the, clearly the mom runs that family like the dad yes. barely said two words it's like the dad's her puppet the like even the bro- like even the brother it's it's so crazy which her brother or his brother was asking like i guess i mean decent questions to peter being like could you genuinely give up 
you know, could you genuinely not have sex but again before you get married? Could you mm-hmm. not go out and drink every night like you always do? Like, could you give all that stuff up? And Peter was like, yeah, I could. And just the way that they just kept like grilling. And I was like, this is the mom yeah. in both the dad and the brother's head. 100%. Yeah. It's, oh, God. Yeah, it was kind of icky, I yeah. thought, too. Uh, so then, I mean, and it's one of those things, too, where people are like, well, it's like reverse psychology. To, or, or You know what I mean? Like where now Peter wants what his family says he can't have type of thing. And I'm like, I don't know that it's that. I think it's like all along. Madison has always been his front runner. And he basically yeah. comes out and says that, too, because when they're going out on their like actual date dates, he basically says, I'm like, Madison's my everything. I'm in love with Madison. Like, I want Madison. And I was like, oh, poor Hannah Ann watching this back. Like, I felt so bad. I was thinking that all last night. I was like, she's got to watch this and just know how it actually was. And that's got to be really hurtful. Like, heartbreaking. I felt so bad for her. But then when Madison, I mean, comes in and basically decides to break up with Peter and was like, I love you so much. Or like, I'm in love with you. Because she finally tells him that she loves him. She's like, but... I don't know that that's enough. We have two different lifestyles. Like, I think like, I love you so much that I'm willing to walk away from you. And like, I want what's best for you. And I don't know that that's me. We're not the best for each other and leaves. And Peter's clearly devastated. So this is where things get weird. (laughs) So when he take, so then he goes back out on his date with Hannah Ann and this poor girl's thinking the entire time, like things seem well, but she could also see something was off. And when she said to him, like, I want you to pick me at the end of this because you want me. Mm-hmm. And not because of like, I've been so forthcoming with my feelings. Like you're giving me nothing. I want you to genuinely pick me because you love me. And I'm like, oh God, that is not the case. This is, this is bad. <laughs> this is so bad. What Peter should have done. I still can't believe that he didn't tell her right then and there. Madison had left. I know. I agree. Cause he was like, my heart is being pulled in two different directions. Kind of implying that they were both still there. Yeah. So whenever it got to like the proposal, and he's like, hey, by the way, Madison left two days ago and I'm proposing to you. Will you accept this final rush? She's kind of like, uh, 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 okay. Yeah. You know? So like, it didn't even really give her any time to react to that reality. No. And I'm like, that's, that's really fucked up. Like he, I hope he knows how much he fucked up there too, because I'm like, you can't go in making her, th- it, to her, it seemed like he had sent her home two days ago and like, who's only here for her. And I'm like, right. in reality, Madison dumped you. You were devastated. You're still tech, like clearly in love with her, but you are picking Hannah Ann by default. Yeah. Like that's so shitty. Like I, it, I don't even care what he says now. He's like, well, I mean, I guess looking back on it, like I probably shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, you should have known that in the moment no. you knew what you were doing was shitty. He knew what he was doing. And like, I mean, his reasoning is, well, like I, my heart was still torn. He's like, but I didn't want to walk away from something from you who, is perfect like has everything I'm looking for knowing that a few months down the road like I'd get over my feelings for Madison like so why would I want to give you up now it's like well what you should have done like there's you don't have to propose you don't have to propose at the end of this and like I mean Cassie and Colton are still aren't engaged they're just dating yeah so oh my gosh um but yeah I got a lot of like Hannah B vibes from the conversation that the family had I'm sorry I'm backpedaling a little bit but it just made me think of Hannah B's family when they were talking to her about Jed and it yep. pushed him uh, or pushed her away. And then she ended up choosing Jed anyway. Yes. So it's like, just to show. <sighs> God. But yeah, but, my heart was like, literally, I felt so bad for Hannah Ann though. It was like, this is, she hadn't been 
Granted, she hadn't done really anything wrong this season. It's just my thoughts have been that her and Madison are both 23. So they're both young. But to me, Mm -hmm. Madison just seemed more mature than Hannah Ann had the whole season. But I got to say, like, after this last night and the way that she's handled herself thus far, I was like, okay, Hannah Ann, like, I I have mad respect for you. Probably because I felt so bad for her. Like, can you imagine? And granted, at this time, like, it was all live last night. Like, they'd been broken up and, like, she's probably had time to move on for that but seeing it on tv and like back in her face like that that's gonna suck yeah completely suck yeah because he seemed he came across so genuine proposing to her and like was like i love you i love you i never want to let you go like you're my whole world you're made for me like saying everything right how shitty and you could see the shock on her face yes. and like how excited she was she's like oh my gosh you picked me i can't believe it because i think in her heart she was like no, like he's into Madison. He's not going to pick me. Right. So like, that, yeah, when it happened, she's kind of like, Oh, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> I guess should, this is happening now. Yeah, so that, that should tell you something. If like, you're that shocked that the person you were there with, like wants to be with you, like that, that that's already like off to a rocky start because you should know, you should kind of have a feeling like that. It's going to be me. And she, she clearly did not. So mm-hmm. Oh God, it was so bad. And what's made it even worse is that they had Peter FaceTime her dad to ask for permission. That was, oh, that was so sad. Oh I was my like, God. Oh man. This is, a, this. it's so bad. This is the same guy that was like, please do not tell her that you love her if you don't mean yes. it. Yes. <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's so bad. Um, also, real quick, before we even dive in further on this, can we discuss why the hell Kelly was here? At this live that taping? made no sense. They just, like, left her out of the women tell all and then just, like, you know, parade her into the after the final rose. Just like, oh, we didn't forget about Kelly. She's still here. And then just didn't do anything with her. Like, no little side interview. Nothing. It made me so mad. I was just like, that, yeah, yeah it's her production. The biggest question of the night, and maybe, I don't know if I want to talk about this now or at the end of all of this, but there's there's rumors going around about Kelly and stuff happening. And then there's also Peter's mom's been commenting on her commented on her Instagram post last night about wanting to go out shopping together and grab lunch. Like it, it's something weird, something weird's happening there too. So I don't think we know the whole story with Kelly either, but the fact they just planted her there said, and of course, like we had to have Kelly here. And then they had Neil Wayne there with like engagement. That was stupid too. That made no sense. Cause I thought he was just going to propose to Madison on the stage and then it didn't happen. and then they just left it at that. And like, no, no panning so back awkward. to Kelly, no panning back, like n- nothing. Just left it radio silent. So weird. Um, okay. So then they had with him and Hannah Ann. Oh, they, they showed the filming. So like there, Peter goes and Oh, when Peter goes, I'm sorry. My, I have like a million thoughts like running through my head. I'm like, I don't even know where to start. But then, so they get engaged and then flies back home to LA. It'd been a week, one week since he'd seen his family. His mother is fucking insane when she he walks back through the door and she just bursts into her tears <laughs> that's yep. what she said oh, oh your face it's been too long i missed you so much i'm like it's disgusting i'm <laughs> it's so welcome, gross. welcome to my my family <laughs> oh my god it's just so disturbing to me maybe it's because like i've never known someone or been around Someone like Justin's not like that with his mom. I don't plan on being that type of mom with my yeah. son. You're not, you're not emotional like that. Like, like 
oh my god it's it's so weird and then when he tells them that he proposed to hannah ann again her just like sobbing of like oh you you did i'm like manipulation from you is why he probably felt pressured into proposing to her um down and then when they facetime her and the mom's just like crying and blowing kisses and it's like you're my daughter it's like you've known her two hours two hours okay it makes me so irritated when in-laws refer to like their son or daughter-in-laws or son or daughter i don't know Same. why no it's like weird. my in-laws don't do that to me but i know of in-laws of family members of mine that do that to them and it's bizarre i'm just like it's mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. weird i don't i know mm-hmm. i i find it bizarre too i'm like she's like we just love you so much we miss you so much it's like Bitch, you met her a week ago and you have known her two hours. Like, I'm not buying any of this. Like, this is, it's, it, it's, it was absurd. Um, But then we go from this, this happy ending to a month later where this is where like things start to get a little confusing for me. So I get that if you're engaged at the end of all this, like you're not supposed to be seen with the other person, right? Mm -hmm. They were making it seem like, so it'd been like a month, I guess, since Hannah Ann and Peter had gotten engaged and they meet up again. They were making. I thought a- that was weird. I'm like, I kind of feel like they would have found a covert way for both of them to be together yes. without people figuring it out if they really wanted to make it work. Right. So, so from what I've gathered from this conversation, you could tell when they saw each other, like things felt a little weird. And they were very vague here. I'm like, I need more details than this. So they allude to the fact that things have been rocky between the two of them. And they don't exactly say why they allude to the fact that Peter has opened up to her about what had happened with Madison. And it kind of seems like he basically told her like Madison was kind of my number one and she left on her own is they never really specifically said what their conversation Mm -hmm. had entailed. Um, But I, the gist of what I got is Hannah Ann understood that Peter was in love with Madison and his feelings were still there. I guess they never, they weren't very specific. That's kind of, I guess, exactly what happened. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it ended with basically her being like, I've been here for you this entire fucking time, you piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And he he called, he's like, I, I don't know that I can give you my whole heart. So they he basically broke up with her. And I'm like, no, Hannah Ann deserves to no, break hell up. No. <laughs> break up with you. Goes. <laughs> but then I was very proud of her, like standing up to him. And she was being, I mean, she was spitting some truth back in his face. And he was just yes. standing there with his tail between his legs. But I was like, you deserve everything that she's throwing at you right now. You piece he's of like, garbage. Get this right. Like you betrayed me, right? And he's just like, right. right. <laughs> She's like, okay, I can have closure yeah. now that I've gotten that out of you. <laughs> God, what was even worse back when she was like, you took away like my person. Yes. Like that is so shitty so too. Sad. I just, you know, I can't imagine. I'm, thank goodness I've only been proposed to once in my life because then I feel like, yeah, you know, just it's just not. Not that it's not special, but it's just not, I don't know. It's different. It's I would different. imagine like the second time around. Yes. I just, yep. I don't know. Oh God. That's awful. Yep. So I was, I mean, their interaction was, was great. I mean, she, <laughs> I was like, te- I'm like, okay, team Hannah and here. Yes, girl. Get like, dr- I was just like yelling at my TV. I'm like, drag his ass. Get drag him. him. <laughs> Get him. Fuck um, him up. <laughs> <laughs> but then the weirdest part. So they, this entire episode, they had the little barb cam on like 90% of the time. Yes. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but when she starts clapping for Hannah <laughs> Ann, when she like 
she like gives Peter the engagement ring back. And I'm like, this is like, she's like clapping on this girl for like, uh, basically like calling her son a piece of shit. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is bizarre. I know. <laughs> He's been disinherited from the will. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so then their interaction on stage. Hannah Ann looked beautiful last night too, by the way. She yes. had with her extensions yeah, in. I was here for like all of it. Like her hair looked amazing. Her yeah. makeup looked amazing. I loved her dress. Like yes. she just looked so put together. It was like perfect, perfect Ma- revenge outfit. Yes, girl. <laughs> Made up for all her shitty <laughs> Other outfits, yes. <laughs> on the show. Like poor, like just She had a stylist this time around. So. Yeah. She looked yeah, she looked really good. Um, and again, just spitting straight truth and facts at him on stage I mean oh my god and she was just like talked about how like manipulative he was about how his words like you know things that he said like just egged her on and made her feel safe and comfortable and like none of it was true and like what like also accurate um and she's like what would have been appropriate is for you to have told me your feelings about Madison prior to you proposing to me because she and she even said too she was like I was very caught off guard I felt pressured I like I was so excited in the moment that you picked me and it seemed like you genuinely wanted me um if I had had facts from you about what happened you know that this would have ended differently like that we would not have been engaged and like you stole that engagement from me you were being selfish and just (laughs) going off 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 and again I'm like yes 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 (laughs) um but it was so it was so awkward I got to the point not maybe not quite yet I start to feel bad a little bit a little bit bad for Peter later on in this episode. <laughs> but at this moment, I was very, I was very proud of Hannah Ann. Mm-hmm. Um so then we have Madison back in the picture. Oh my god. <sighs> this is also where things get a little confusing for me too. So we have Chris Harrison go and see her in Alabama. I'm like, when did this happen? What how long had they been broken up? Who was this in it, a month ago? Two months ago? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know it was long. confusing as to the timeline. So at first when he showed up, I thought he meant that Peter was there with him in Auburn. But apparently Chris Harrison took his own trip to Auburn. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's weird. Yes. But- uh, so this interaction was interesting too. I mean, what it boils down to is Madison regrets leaving. She's still in love with Peter. Chris tells her. Peter got engaged, but then that he split up with Hannah Ann because of her. And now Madison's, oh, I guess I'm coming to LA with you. Let's just go and do this. I know. I was just like, well, this is shocking. Yeah. I don't know. So then when her and Peter meet up in LA, it, there was a lot of more of their forehead touching, more of their just like hugging, more of just like, well, what do we do from here? What do we do now? Did you see the weird glance he cast at the camera whenever she walked up? He kind of like looks at her, then he looks at the camera and back at her. And I'm like, so does he not know that they're coming? Like, I know, because I was like, get real. Like this, like he knew she was showing up. But then I also at the same time, I'm like, maybe he really genuinely didn't. Maybe he knew that she was coming, but he didn't know that it was part of the filming. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He he did seem a little caught, like caught off guard. Um. But yeah, it was a lot more of like their normal conversations, which are like not even conversations, no. just like a lot of silence. And then like, but I just feel like, I mean, like, uh, yeah, is, is love enough? Is, is love Spit enough? Out. I don't know. Like, I know I love you. My feelings haven't changed. But like, what do we do? It's I just, just really don't know. Hard. It's just really hard. <laughs> 
Oh God. So this is, and then all the meanwhile, we've got the barb cam of just the like, the face. I mean, the rage, rage, like utter (laughs) rage on this woman's face this entire time is I'm like, Oh no, like something is bad about like something's going to happen. And we for sure had, had a show coming up here. Um, so we have Peter and Madison, I guess they they hadn't quote unquote seen each other since that day in LA, which I'm like, again, I don't understand how that can happen. They allude to the fact that they've been talking, I guess, over the phone. But mm-hmm. I'm like, have you really not seen each other? I, I don't understand. I don't understand yeah, the don't logistics understand of that. Either. I really don't. I, I don't know if it's like it's part of their contract or where they can't or I, I don't understand it. I just feel like, again, if it really mattered and you really cared about each other, you would make it happen. And yeah. I feel like other seasons, they've seen each other. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just this part was uh, just a little confusing. But um. So this whole time I said all this is happening. We've just got the eye rolls coming from Barb. We've got the glares and everything. So um, anyways, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember if they talked to Barb and or Peter's mom and dad before Madison comes out or no Madison comes out. I think she was out before they got to his parents. Okay. So and that interaction was weird. Basically, Chris Harrison was like, so Peter, do you love this girl? And he's like, yes, I do. And Madison, do you love him? Yes, I do. So like, are y'all in a relationship or what's happening? Like, I don't really know. They're like, we're taking it one day at a time. I'm like, what does that mean? What, like- I need specifics. Like, are you trying to make this work? Are you like, what? they were very, very, very vague. vague. Yeah. So then this is when Chris is like, well, Barb, what do you have to what say about us, us? Barb? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. This is, this is when I, you know, I she's all like, first of all, like, <laughs> so great. she's just waiting for her moment. Waiting. Like, like she has, she has rehearsed this. She has knows exactly what she wants to say. Mm-hmm. And she just starts coming in on Madison. And this is where I'm literally sit like on my screen. And I think that I'm like clutching onto my shirt or like <laughs> my mouth is wide open where she starts spitting facts of she's like, well, you know what you see on TV is not all that you get. Basically is calling Madison like a fucking monster about yeah. how she was, you know, well, she made them wait three hours. Well, to, to come in and meet with him. She had no, she did not apologize. She told me she did not love my son and that she would not be accepting a proposal in the next four days. Um, first off <laughs> to me, this is a fucking TV show. I'm sorry. You had to wait three hours to meet someone. That's how production works. Yeah, that's a good point. That is how production works. Um, maybe it was easy sailing with Hannah Ann, but like first and foremost, this is a TV show. Like you're not, you're not Miss America. You're not, not everything is revolving around the parents on this. Like this is like first and foremost, the producers are there to film Peter and the girls, not the parents. Let's be I can also see the producers like intentionally making it to where that it was too. a long way for them. That too. And so like that was probably out of Madison's hands. And she granted, probably didn't have any idea that they had been waiting for that long. So that's no. why she didn't apologize. No, exactly. Um, and then I'm sorry that to me, Madison was being honest. Like, and I'm sure like when her, like his mom asked her, like, are you in love with my son? She didn't just outright say no and move on from that. I'm sure they had a conversation about it being like, well, I've been falling in love with him. Like this is a hard process. Like it's, I don't think that she was probably a bitch about it. She's making it seem like Madison was a total bitch to her face about how Mm -hmm. she's not in love with her son. It would not be accepting a proposal. I'm like, I'm sure more than that happened, but I, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't think it was nearly as black and white as she's making it out to be. No. So, and I mean, I'm sure she was honest, like, you know, yeah, I would like to be engaged to him, but we have more things that we need to work through before we can get to that point. Whereas I'm, I mean, Hannah Ann came there to freaking win. And she yes. even said that at the final rose ceremony. Yeah. She was just like, I came here with a purpose. I did what I was supposed to do. And I was just like, I mean, cool. Like that. Yeah. I mean, we know what you were here for. Exactly. So, um, fine. but yeah, I just, the way that she was going in, I mean, it was just, it was so uncomfortable and Madison's just like kind of sitting there like kind of awkwardly, like smiling, like laughing, like, I don't know what to do. And then I felt yeah. the most worse for, for Peter, like at this moment, because he's got his mom being a complete asshole. And then the girl that he's in love with, but like dating, but not really dating. And it's like, he's not going to be an ass back to his mom on live television. Like he's yeah. not like going to do that, but it's also he's not really defending Madison, but he's not, he just kept being like, well, like I'm in love with this girl and that should be enough. And his parents yeah. were like, no. Um, but then, then went, Barb's like, he's going to have to fail in order to succeed. I was like, Ooh, that was damn. bad. And she, that's when she, yeah, she's like, you know, I know it. His, all of his family knows it. All of his friends know it, that this is not going to work. And we're just trying to help him as best we can. And I'm like, Oh my God, poor, like poor Madison. Like yeah. that's awful. Um, and then when Madison, like Chris Harrison asked her, how do you respond to this? And Madison was basically just like, well, I mean, I'm in love with Peter. And so like, naturally, like that's his family. Like I'm not, I'm not going to say anything negative about his family and like left it at that. And she kept yeah. it at least uh, she didn't go in and she, she could have played dirty just as much, but yeah. she didn't. She kept it on the high road. It seemed like, but- and then I saw something later where someone had like a video of Barb leaning over to her husband. Yes. And apparently she said something to the effect in Spanish of like, say something bad, help me out here. Yeah. I was like, I know. And then the dad chimed in and like, I felt bad for the dad. He did not want to be talking. He was like, this is like a terrible situation. And like, all I will say is like, if you're having this much issues at the beginning of your relationship, like that's a bad sign. Which I totally agree with. I agree. Like, okay, here's where I stand on this. Okay. And maybe we're on the same page or maybe we're not. Do I think Peter and Madison are made for each other? probably not like their lifestyles are very different very different um you know do I think that they're in love with each other sure like you know from the short amount of time that they've been like that that happens but and what I think Peter's mom is trying like the point she's trying to make she's just making it in a terrible terrible fashion is that long term like she doesn't want her son to get hurt and she doesn't necessarily see this working out for them and like she'd rather him walk away from this now than get hurt later on down the line um however his mom like I can't I can't stand her <laughs> I, I used to love her and now I'm like ooh, girl <laughs> can you imagine any so do I don't know that Peter and Madison are gonna make it and I don't know that they are at this point because of the way his family has treated her like that's that shit you can't get over well and I was thinking too like Madison watching their reaction to Hannah Ann versus their reaction to her I mean that's gotta suck too yeah. You know, so I mean she knows clearly they have never been on her team and yeah. they just are always gonna prefer Hannah Ann over her. So I just But just that the utter hate, like hatred, like actual hatred coming out of this woman's body and like airing all this dirty laundry on live TV, like this 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 absolutely should have been a conversation held off camera and they maybe could have they maybe could have stood a chance but with all this being on tv which granted i loved watching it 
Let's not. <laughs> let's not. It was great. Like it was great, <laughs> but like they stand no chance. There's yeah. no chance. And I'm also thinking at the same time, where are Madison's parents? Could you imagine being the parents of her and like hearing all like this woman who's in her fifties, like being such a bitch to their daughter? Like I couldn't. I I can't even yeah. imagine. I think her dad tweeted something last night about being proud of her. And that's pretty much all he said, but it was, I mean, yeah, yeah. that would be, that would be really rough to watch. So huh, I'm like, I, I'm with you. I'm not a fan of how Barb handled it. I think that most of the time family should stay out of stuff like this, but I think, I don't necessarily think they're wrong. And I mean, I feel like if your family like staunchly dislikes somebody, they know you more than or better than anybody else in the world because they've known you the longest and they've seen you through ups and downs. If they have a strong opinion about somebody, you might ought to listen to them. (laughs) I know. But I guess, too, on the opposite side of that is the fact that, and Peter was kept trying to say this to them, too. He was like, you haven't been in like, the relationships like I have been with these women like I've known them great it's only been two months or three months or whatever with them but his parents have met Madison a total of twice in their life for probably a total of two hours each time they don't right. really know her they don't really know Hannah Ann so I'm like That's why true. are like the strong strong opinions that they have like how are you how are you getting there how are you having so much hate and so much love for these two girls and it just the that's why I think there must have there has to have been something there else that has happened. There to be something else that happened that we don't know about. And I'm like, and I think that Barb kind of alluded to that. She's like, a lot of stuff. You you guys didn't see a lot of the stuff that happened. She rattled off maybe like a couple of things, and maybe it's just like those are the couple of things that producers allowed her to say. I don't know. Yeah, but I I just feel like there's got to be something. I mean, I under like I said, I understand them not when to not want her to change him. You know, they have kind of different interests and personalities but yeah but to be like to have that much I mean there's just gotta be something else for them to be so strongly for Hannah Ann it just doesn't make sense Mm -mm. it's such a limited interaction so I I don't know so So, yeah yeah I I just came away from last night like very unsatisfied it was just very like open-ended there was no closure on it no and what's weird too is typically after finales happen like, even if the lead is with someone or not, they do press. They are on mm-hmm. Good Morning America. They're on Jimmy Kimmel. They're on, you know, doing, they're on the cover of People Magazine. Like, Hannah Hannah Brown, for instance, like, granted, she didn't end up with Jed at the end of it. Right. After the finale, she had, like, her spread on People Magazine where it was just her by herself, like, still did press and everything. Right. It has been radio silent on yes. There's all no social media, on all social media platforms from both Peter and Madison. They haven't done any press. And I'm, this is this is where now like people are coming out with rumors and this is coming back to Kelly. I'm not saying any of this is true. This is just what people are spitting out there. Okay. So have I don't know if you've heard anything of this. No, I haven't heard anything about Kelly. So this so is all new to me. They are, there's two kind of twofold here. First and foremost, they are saying that the reason Kelly was not at Women Tell All is because Peter and Kelly recently had sex. That oh. it happened post breakup with Hannah Ann pre Madison coming back into his life. He and Kelly what the hell? Oh my gosh. He and Kelly, Peter. he and Kelly hooked up. That's why you she, dumb, that's man. why she was not oh allowed at women tell all, but then they wanted to plant her here at the finale as potential, like shock factor 
like if, if something else were to happen. I don't know if there's any truth to that. Other thing that's been rumored is that this whole Madison Peter thing is fake. They're not together. Peter's actually with Kelly. I don't know. And because, because people are like the only people that Peter's parents are following, not even Hannah Ann, they are following on social media, Kelly. They have been for a while. Kelly follows both his parents back too. Kelly's mom. I mean, Peter's mom commented on Kelly's post. Like Kelly did a post last night of like, that's a wrap for the bachelor finale. Like, you know, it was a crazy season. That's when Peter's mom commented on it and said, like, we need to get together and go shopping and grab lunch. And Kelly's like, yes, we totally do. And it's like, why? How does it make sense? That second theory makes sense. How does Kelly have a relationship with Peter's parents? How? Yeah. How are they like commenting back and forth on like, they want to get together soon. They want to like go shopping. That it makes, it makes zero sense. So those are like two theories out there. <laughs> I, I think I could see the second theory. I yeah. really could. And I feel like give it like a month or two and it'll come out that they are. Yeah. So. because And I have felt that like throughout the show. I was like, Kelly. Yeah. He's just, yeah. But he just had to see all the other ones through. And Kelly was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, if it happens, it happens. And yeah. like here, here they are possibly mm-hmm. getting together now. That's interesting. So who knows if either of those are true, but that would be, that would be so crazy. But it's just, there's just still so many unanswered questions after all of that. Like, I'm just waiting for the official announcement. Yeah, that Peter and Madison are no longer together. Like, that's, it's inevitable. It's just so crazy. I'm going to, I'm going to go look right now just to make sure that they haven't posted anything. It hadn't as of like earlier today. Let's see, Peter. Nope. Radio silent. Madison. Radio silent. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just so weird that we have nothing after the fact that like they didn't post a picture together. They didn't have any kind of Instagram story. It's just nothing. So. I mean, even Hannah Brown, I think posted like a picture of her and Tyler at the, after the final rose or something. Yeah. So who, who knows? I just, I just have a very, I've had a very uneasy feeling all day today. And I'm like, how is this people? I am. Why am I so emotionally invested in this now? I don't understand. <laughs> That's what Austin said. He's like, damn, you forget me so involved in this show. I didn't want to be. I was like, ah, but you are now. <laughs> you are now. Oh my God. But now did you, have you seen all the memes come out? I mean, now Barb has just memes and memes and memes out there. Yes. Her. And Hannah Ann, where she like puts her hand up to him. She's yes. Just, like, just go. Just I was go. just like, yes, girl. Yes. But apparently now people, all the Karens out there are now, we're referring to them as Barb's the Barb's. instead of Karens. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Um, oh my God. But this, I guess, then they segued in and I felt like they cut out a little bit of this because they were running a little bit too, I think, long, like much or they were over on time and they still had invited Claire out. I noticed that. I was like, I feel like this is running long. It so. was very rushed. And I, I really genuinely feel like, and they've done this on the past ones too, that they've started to introduce like five of the guys on the like finale night. Mm-hmm. They didn't introduce five. I don't know if they were going to or not, but I mean, it, she came out on stage at like 9.58 or 8.58 PM. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like th- they I had I felt bad for her. I was like, I didn't feel like she really got like the time that she. No deserve so but they did drop all of her men today and i i love when they do this because i love just to creep through on their photos and just see their their names ages and where they're from and we we've you and i talked about this so excited that we're going to get some like some zaddies some silver foxes (laughs) some like men in their 30s and 40s and it was going to be great what the actual hell 
Like, I know this would be more appropriate of a cast for somebody that was 29. Absolutely. Um, cause Claire is 38. Claire's 38. And you know what? Maybe she likes younger men, but the majority of there's like, I think 30 guys or something. Majority of the guys are at least 10 years younger than her. Yeah. At I least. noticed that too, which made me wonder like how old was Juan Pablo whenever he was, when <sighs> she was on his season, he was probably early thirties. I don't think? know. I don't know though. Because she would have had, I mean, because that was in 2014. So she would have had to have been. She would have been 32. Yeah, 32. Yeah. So. I don't know how old he was. I don't know. I mean, I just still get the feeling that she was probably still just a little bit older than him. Maybe. But not by much. If she not was. by much. Yeah. But she's 38. The fact they only have one man that's older than her. They have one 42 yeah. year old. He actually looks really cute. I was like, I, I was going to say, yeah, I'm here for him. Yeah. There's like a 42 year old and a 38 year old. And I'm like, yes, these yes. Look, like go for these guys. Don't be blindsided yes. by these 25 year olds from Nashville. No. They're here for the exposure. They exactly. Crazy. So yeah. And then there's a 23 year old. I was like, there's what, a 23 year old. I was like what is happening? Are you kidding me? Like she technically could be his mom technically yeah. could be his mom no and you know what age difference isn't everything like you know what people i'm sure you know have great relationships where like they have big age gaps but the fact that there's just not variety for her like everybody is so much younger than her is so crazy i thought it'd be at least half and half i thought it's yeah. like i thought it'd be like you know we'd have like 10 that were like in their 20s and then maybe like 10 to 15 that were in their 30s and a couple of 40s yeah but Oh no, it's like over, like it, I haven't done the math on it, but it seems to me like the average age is like 28. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so 10, like I said, 10 years her younger. Did yeah. we learn nothing from Jessica on love is blind? I know. <laughs> I know. Look at oh Jessica. my God. And Claire's kind of like Jessica. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Um, but all, the, uh, the other interesting fact is the fact that Tyler Cameron's best friend and roommate that he runs his like charity with, Matt is a contestant on this season, which so bizarre. I guarantee you they only placed him as a cast member because he would be the perfect next bachelor from what we've seen on him on social media, from like what I've seen from Tyler's Instagram. He seems like a nice guy. He's very good looking. He's Mm -hmm. 28. So he's not like a young dude, but he's not like old, you know, he's fit. He's black. And mm-hmm. he already has like affiliation with Bachelor Nation. Like, what? I swear the Bachelor Nation is so incestuous. It's really crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's just so crazy. I just, I don't know. Maybe him and Claire will hit it off. I do not see that happening. I don't know. I, yeah. But I mean, we'll see. But like, yeah. I, I still, I still contend that Mike was robbed. Mike was robbed. Absolutely. We had to sit through Peter's season and Peter was a wet lip noodle <laughs> the entire time. But we could have had Mike, who is a stand up man. Yes. Who is older and it would have been I amazing. Know. But yes. no. Because he would have been able to make decisions. What we've learned from Peter is that he, he makes, he can not make a decision at all. He makes, uh, I don't know. He's a huge mama's boy. That's also a red flag too. Yeah, huge And flag. just overall, I'm like, ew, no, I've had enough of you. At least you're off my screen. Goodbye. I hope to see you never again. I and hope he was like, I thought he was like cute in Hannah's season. Like just like, I mean, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, you're so hot. But I was like, oh, they're so cute together. He's cute. And like this season, I was just like, nah, does no. nothing for me. Yeah. Just, yeah. oh my <laughs> so. God. I'm so glad that train wreck is over. Although, like I said, last night was at the end of the day, 
pretty much worth it because that was the cringiest, most awkward, most like messiest after the final. Messiest, yeah, ever ever had. It was. It kept me thoroughly entertained to the. I said to the point where like I was still thinking about it all day today. And I'm like, yep. me too. I'm happens. like, what's wrong with me? What's happening. Why do I care? This oh, is totally bad. Like a lot of it's not even real, but I'm acting like it's real. <laughs> I don't so, oh, know any different. God. Well, I think we've sufficiently like talked enough about this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, well, I guess let's ra- go ahead and wrap up then. Um, let's talk about our peach pit and juicy peach of the week. What is your pit? My pit is me being stupid. So I think oh. I hurt my back today working out. Oh no. So, so I don't know. Like we did, we've done two workouts back to back, like yesterday and today that like, they were like uh, uh, what I would classify as like harder workouts just based on the movements that are in them. And like the movements that we did, two of them require you like pick something up from the ground and bring it up to about like shoulder or overhead. And you do a bunch of them. And I'm like, I just wasn't thinking and just let my form go. And Uh-oh. now my back hurts. So it's not that bad. Like I can walk. And everything. Yeah. But I'm just like, but- wow, my back is sore. I should have listened to my coach. Whoops. Special kind of stupid. Oh, <laughs> well, I hope it heals it's rather okay. quickly. Good. No. What about well- you? So my pit is, it's not even really a pit. It's more of like, I'm just nervous. So I have another doctor's appointment tomorrow. And it, this is the one where I have to drink that sugary drink Ugh, where they no. like test your blood your sugar blood levels sugar. and all yeah. that. Um, and I just, I don't know why. I mean, th- I think from what I've read is this is, it's relatively common if like you do end up having, like, what are the, is it gestational diabetes that they're testing mm-hmm. for? Um but I, I mean, I hope that I don't, but also like drinking this like extremely sugary drink on like first thing in the morning and me feeling like I'm probably going to want to barf. Like I'm not looking forward to that. So, well, so what I've heard and like, just, this is just based on some of my friends. So I've had two friends that had gestational diabetes and they were not diabetic and they were fine afterwards and it was all good. But like, I've also heard from other people that it's common to fail the one hour test and then also common to pass a three hour and be fine. Yeah. So I've heard that too. So, and I know it won't be the end of the world. So say I fail the one hour and then I fail the, th- I have to go back like the week later and I fail the three hour. It's manageable. And most of the time it goes way after you give birth. Like you're not mm-hmm. going to like have it forever, but the, <laughs> the risk factors are if you're 30 years or older, Hi, Yay. that's me. Um, <laughs> if there has been a history of diabetes in your family, hi, yes, that's in my family. Um, oh, and then there were two other things. One of them, I think it was depend on like your race. And I don't think Caucasian was involved in that. So that's one that's not against me. Um, but there's something else too. But I was like, oh, cool. I'm over 30 and there's diabetes in my family. So sweet. Cool. Can't wait. Um, yeah, no. So I'm sure it'll be fine. I just, like I said, I'm really more so I don't want to drink the like disgusting drink in the morning, but it'll be fine. I've heard there's like a couple of them that are better than others. Like some, someone told me that the lemon lime one isn't that bad, but, and sometimes it lets you choose, but not always. I only had the option. They sent it home with me last on my doctor's appointment last time. They're like, drink this on, on your drive into the appointment. And it was either between like red, which is fruit punch or like orange. And I grabbed the fruit punch one. Those are the only options that I had. So we'll see. Good luck. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. What is your juicy peach? Um, my juicy peach is silly. So, um, I am reaching the point in my pregnancy where 
things don't fit anymore, which I've talked about and been very upset about and it's fine, but, um, it's also getting warmer outside. So like some of my workout shorts still fit, which is great, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to be fitting me for very long. (laughs) I just, I've accepted that it's, it's okay. So, um, anyway, and like, I don't really, because, you know, I'm, I'm at home now. Like I put on my workout clothes and I pretty much stay in my workout clothes all day. Yeah. And then after I shower, I put on different home workout clothes. I mean, just whatever I live in it, yes. unless I have like a meeting to go to or somewhere to be like, I don't dress up. So that's what I live in. So I was just like, well, you know, like I can't just stretch these bad boys out. <laughs> just hope for the best. Like I'm, I'm going to live in this for the next like four months. Yeah. So <clears throat> So I broke down and I bought some, I call my big mama shorts. Big mama? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got one pair today. I love them. They're like so comfy. I'm like, yes, this is amazing. So, they're like a cute like maroon color, which of course I like because I'm naggy. Yes. But um, I just like my favorite, favorite shorts. And this sounds so bougie in first world and I'm sorry. But like my favorite shorts in the world that I wear like all the time are all from Lululemon. And I get them on sale. So they're only like 30 something dollars, not 50. <laughs> but like. Still, I was like, I can't justify spending $50 on a pair of shorts that hopefully won't fit me in a year. So yep. I'm just going to go to the clearance at Dick's and see what I can find. So I bought like four pairs of shorts from Dick's for like a hundred bucks. And I was really happy about that. Nice. So I was like, I feel like that's reasonable. I yes. can live with that if they don't fit after a year. So Aww. anyway, so I'm excited to get my new, more comfortable shorts. Your big mama shorts. From here I'm- until... August. I'm t- They're after probably. So. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's funny because mine's also clothing related, but mm-hmm. mine's also, it's, it's shoe related. So, okay. <laughs> I, my, well, I, I have very sensitive feet to begin I know. with. I was thinking about you today. I was like, cause my feet started hurting. I was like, oh, at least I don't have sensitive feet. Like, yeah, <laughs> like mine are, my hands and feet are just so sensitive. So I was, I don't know if this has anything to do with it or not, but like it's, genetic like from my mom and from my grandma and all that but I have an extra layer of skin over both like my hands and my feet to where it's like very rough and it's like it's orange like they're always dry I always have to have on lotion Uh like there's always I'm always having to like scrape off like extra skin like it's it's gross it's just been a problem I've dealt with my whole life so you would think and it's tough so you would think that like my hands and feet would be like non-sensitive like I could do stuff and like it wouldn't hurt but like my hands and feet are so sensitive like I can't I can't walk I always have socks on I typically need to have shoes on when I'm out doing stuff because my feet just like hurt all the time so I've been needing granted I put on some extra poundage you know I've needed just all my feet all the time so I was like I need some new shoes so I bought these like Dr. Scholl <laughs> like they're like oh these slip-on like sneakers and they're actually cute like they're you know they're fashionable sneakers like slip-on ones they I wore them to work two days this week they are like the comfiest shoes I have ever worn and I was like how did I not have these before like and they're actually they're actually cute and I so big, and I, I have a pair of Dr. Scholl slip-on tennis shoes and okay. I was skeptical too because I was like Dr. Scholl no way no they're not only comfortable but they're super cute I yes. love them I wear them all the time okay so no shame okay I'm right there with you yeah and like I said, it's weird for me too. Cause I have big feet. I have size 11 feet. So I'm just, my feet are just, I've got sensitive feet and clown feet, all Aww. everything involved. So usually like finding shoes, like shoes are always cuter 
smaller than big sure. like this i'll see true. i'll see the display shoe and i'm like oh my god that's so cute go down to get my size pull it out and i'm like this is hideous <laughs> yeah oh my god it's hideous but these actually look it, it looks relatively normal so anyways i was very Yay. happy about my purchase oh i'm so, excited for you Yay. oh so we're both we're training up for comfort it's yes. like the older i get the more i realize that comfort comes first and foremost exactly so. oh my god well I guess well that wraps us up for this week. I don't know if we'll be maybe we'll take next week off. I don't know. We'll figure out what we're gonna do. We'll have other stuff to discuss in the oh, meantime. Yeah, we do. But um, for now, reminding everyone we are on social media, um, Instagram and Twitter at Peachy Podcast, and our number is nine seven two eight eight five nine three six one. Oh God, I hope that's right. I think that's right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.